We headed to the home stretch in quarter number four on the Keystone Kickoff Show. Brought to you by the Keystone Sports Network. Get the best Penn State sports news and analysis at KeystoneSportsNetwork.com or download the Keystone Sports app from your smartphone. Welcome back to the Keystone Kickoff Show. It is quarter number four. I'm Jim Galante, along with Eric Lammers, lead recruiting analyst for Penn State Rivals Network. And to find everything from Eric and his team at Penn State Rivals, just go over to pennstate.rivals.com. And if you're interested in more from Keystone Sports, just download the Keystone Sports app wherever you get your podcast. Hey, Eric, how you doing this week? Hey, Jim, I'm doing well. You know, I think we talked about it a little bit before. I'm a little sunburnt right now, but, uh, you know, I'm back home, and I'm uh, after a great weekend in Charlotte, and I'm ready to talk Penn State football for sure. Those of us who are up north where the weather is still crappy, we have no sympathy at all for you, Eric, okay? Just so you understand. None. <laughs> it's coming, guys, way. Don't worry. <laughs> Eventually it'll get here. Well, I want to talk about this Rivals camp that you were at, where you got your sunburn. The fact is, I do care, Eric, okay? I hope, I hope you're feeling better. So, but anyway, well, let's, let's, let's start with this. Um, this is a, a camp it's sponsored by Rivals. Just exactly how do these camps work? Yeah, so they have these camps kind of all over the positioned all over the country, right? Every other weekend or every weekend, um, they've had L- they had it out in LA a couple weeks ago. They had it in Miami uh, a couple weeks ago, and then th- la- this uh, most recent weekend or this past weekend, it was in Charlotte, uh, North Carolina. And essentially, the way it works is so on Saturday, it's a very long, it's very actually pretty long both days, right? But on Saturday, you have your combine setting um, where it's a thousand kids, fifteen hundred kids that are coming from all over the area that want to come and kind of get tested. They run the 40, they do the broad jump, they do the vertical jump, they do all these, all the various combine testing that you see um, even at the NFL level or at the other college levels. And, and essentially what you do is you're coming there and you're trying to show out, right? And you're trying to be, you know, you look the part, you do, you have high numbers in all those, uh, all those events. And that way you can get event, uh, invited to Sunday. Because Sunday then is kind of your invite-only camp, right? Those are the elite prospects across the region. Um, specifically, obviously in Charlotte, is gonna you're seeing a lot of North Carolina, South Carolina, and Virginia guys, which was in particular the reason that I was going to be there for you know covering it, not only from a national perspective, but for Penn State because Penn State has so many guys in that area that were going to be at the camp, and it's a it's a it's a really awesome opportunity for somebody like me, you know, who spends so much time watching film on these guys to get out and actually see them in person and see their movements in person and what are they what's their height and weight and what's their frame look like and and how you know how do they compete. And so all that different, all these different data points that you're able to get um, when you're seeing these live in-person evaluations that you can't get, you know, just from watching the huddle film. So it's an awesome opportunity. You know, they come. They yesterday on Sunday, or sorry, excuse me, on Sunday they did the um, uh, started with the offensive line and defensive line in the morning. So you had a chance to see those guys, and then in the afternoon come your skill guys. And and a lot of it's based around they do some position work uh, to start out the camp each. So you get to see some position. Spe- position specific drills done by each guy and then you get into more of the competitive juices where you see those one-on-ones and those are usually the scene the uh, the events that you see on twitter or other social media platforms where these guys are going at it whether it's in the one-on-one receivers versus uh dbs or it's offense alignment and defense alignment working on pass rush moves and things like that and so that gives you a real good chance to see the competitive nature of these guys and so yeah it was an awesome weekend like i said the sun was out and it was all day out yesterday so it was hot um but it was awesome to 
see, um, you know, just get get out there and see these guys compete for sure. I'm sure it's so helpful to see them live compared to, to just on tape. Let's talk about a couple specific players that have Penn State interest or have even committed to Penn State. And I want to start with Joshua Miller. He's the three-star offensive lineman out of Virginia, six foot six, three hundred twenty-three pounds. So he's a pretty big guy. But I feel like um, Eric, he's one of the guys who kind of gets overlooked when you have a Jay Van Williams and an Alex Birchmeyer in this class. You don't hear as much about Joshua Miller. I want to hear what did you find out about him. Yeah, I mean, so he walks up in the camp, and uh, he walks up on me, and I, you know, introduce myself uh, at, for the first time being in person, and the first thing that comes to my mind is, wow, this kid is impressive looking. He looks exactly like you want them to look at the college level. I mean, he is all, uh, you know, 6'5", 6'6". Uh, in that area, he is 300-plus pounds, but it's a good-looking 300-plus pounds. He is thick lower half. Uh, and he just looks the part and his arm length came in yesterday or over the weekend measured in at 35 inches so 33 inches is usually that cutoff number that they really like to look for at the NFL level so this guy's got long arms he's he's got the length he's got the weight I mean he looks ready to go now and so then okay how does he compete and how does he move when he's on the field and the other thing that really stuck out to me about Joshua when I was sitting there watching him is he, you know, because obviously he's a good prospect. He's committed to Penn State, right? Like he's got that level. You see it on film. But when you're around him in person and you're watching him interact with all these other dudes, he was a competitor and he was a leader in the camp. He was constantly encouraging the offensive linemen to hustle throughout the drills, to get back and forth from the line. You know, he was jumping back in to get as many reps as he could with within each individual drill and specifically in that one-on-one phase when he was going, you know, he was working at both right tackle and at guard um, and he was getting as many reps as he could and he was, he was never backing down. Right. And he had a lot of nice reps. I talked to him a little bit about where does he see himself fitting in at the next level. And he talked about guard and that's what we've talked about that plenty is how we see that him fitting interior uh, in the interior at the guard spot because of his massive lower half and his nasty streak. Um, but I will say this, after watching him, I feel even more confident that he could play right tackle in the pinch if needed because he has the length, he has the size, and he has such nice, he plays with such nice pace out of his stance. And what I mean by that is he doesn't necessarily, he's not firing out there quick to over, and he doesn't overset and get beat underneath, right? Or he's not slow out of his stance by any means so that he's just getting beat off the edge. He has some really nice things that you like when you're sitting there watching him that, yeah, I think he's going to be a heck of a guard. I really do after watching him. But he could be that swing tackle that could help you out in a pinch if, if, if needed. And the only other thing I'll touch on Joshua real quick is, you know, he mentioned uh, he does have other schools still coming after him, and that's not even that surprising. You know, he mentioned Kentucky and Florida State as programs that keep knocking on his uh, door, trying to see if they, he wants to come visit. But he is all in on Penn State. Him and the commits are working hard. Uh, he specifically mentioned some guys that they're they're working on recruiting for this, uh, you know, the 23 class, and uh, he plans on being back in in State College during on April uh, multiple times. And one of those times he's even going to be there for four days. He's he's looking at being so he's all in with Penn State, and Penn State should be very happy to have him for sure. Well, that, that's a great report on him. But as you alluded to, there's more players there that Penn State has some interest in, maybe not a commitment yet. One of them, and uh, we mentioned we talked running backs last week, but a running back who was there from Charlotte, North Carolina, was running back Dalen Smothers. He's a four-star, six foot 183. What did you see from him? 
Yeah, so Dalen is obviously he's got you know he's a rivals two fifty running back. Um, he's got a, you know a lot of options on the table, and so getting to see him in person was really was really beneficial for me just to see kind of how he stacks up to some of these other backs that you're continuously watching. I'm a fan of him on film. He's a little bit what I would say is I'm not necessarily sure after watching him live that he's ever going to be able to get to the point where he's a three down back. Um, he is he came in measured. Um, uh, more at about 175 pounds, a little bit narrower in the shoulders, right? So I don't think he's going to ever be able to get to 205, 210, uh, some of that those bigger weights that maybe you're looking at for the traditional back. But what he did shine, he, he ended up coming away with the Rivals MVP uh, at the running back position during the camp. And the reason being is he is just so smooth. He is so he can he cut on a dime. He was making some people look silly in cat and mouse games. And then what he really did well yesterday, what he really showed off. As a running back, he was out there. Sometimes he almost looked like a darn near like a wide receiver with some of his routes that he was running and the hands that he was putting on display. And you love seeing that, especially if a guy's not going to be able to be a three-down back at the next level. But if he can come in and be a change of pace back or be you know somebody that gets utilized in the in the pass game a little bit more. And so I came away thinking like he really looks like he could complement you know Singleton and uh, Katron Allen, guys like that that we've talked about. And he's going to be he's he's planning on being uh, in state college in April. Uh, he didn't have the date completely firmed down, but he was. Targeting, I think, I believe the spring game, so he plans on being there. And he had nothing but great things to say about Coach Sider and his relationship that he has built with him to this point. And so he's got some good things going there, and I, Penn State really likes him, and, and he's definitely one we're watching very closely. Uh, very good. The one other name that you gave me from uh, the camp was defensive back Antonio Cotman Jr. He's a four-star and out of kind of Penn State's uh, sweet spot recruiting in Virginia. Yeah, so he's, you know, like you said, teammates Joshua Miller, you know, down there in Virginia. You know, I've had, you know, he was down, he was in camp, he ended up coming away with DB MVP, right? And so that's, anytime you're winning DB, uh, the MVPs of your position group, you're really sticking out, you're doing something. And, you know, he's got some length. Now, he is all of 6'2". Uh, when you see him in person, he has got some long arms. And, you know, he, he showed his, what he really showed at the camp was his versatility, because not only was he um, covering dudes and locking them down, but then he was flipping over every once in a while and playing wide receiver and making some uh, really nice grabs at wide receiver. So he really demonstrated some of his versatility. Obviously, with the Joshua Miller connection to Penn State, there's a lot of belief that maybe he'll, he could end up being there. He could follow his teammate and end up Penn State. I think that's a possibility. Uh, he really does like uh, Penn State. He really likes the staff. He's planning. He was talking about with his dad about getting back on campus um, very soon. You know, He's got some other visits planned that he wants to take. One little unique thing about uh, Antonio, and this is uh, one of those nice things that you get the opportunity to kind of learn when you're uh, in person with them, is you know we started talking about um, what's he looking for really at the next level, and and he was very he was very firm on the uh, idea that you know ultimately what he wants to do is he wants to make it to the NFL, like all these guys he wants to make it to the NFL, but it was something unique he talked about. He, he's looking for a particular major at all these programs, and it's the one that's not you don't see at a lot of these uh, universities, zoology. He really wants to go into handling of animals, specifically exotic animals. He would like to have someday when he's older, and he, he mentioned as he's you know got that NFL money hopefully, um, but someday you know having some almost like a rescue uh, center for exotic animals and dealing with them. And and he just it was it was cool because it was a passion of his, and you don't normally have that you know when you're talking to these guys. And and so, but he, he it was very uh, interesting thing to learn about. And it's not uh, he he. He wouldn't go as far to say that it's a deal breaker because Penn State does not have a zoology uh, major, right? And he said most of the times the schools that have it are more in the south, warmer weather. Makes sense, I guess. Um, and so he, uh, 
He went as far as to say that's not a deal breaker by any means, but it's just something, one of those things. It's kind of a nice little bonus that he's kind of looking for as he's going through his process. Very good. That is interesting. And those are the things, obviously, you're not going to find that out on film, but it's just another nice perk from being able to talk to these guys live um, at a camp like this. All right, getting away from camp, just a couple real quick hitters. Andrew Rapalia, he's the tight end who committed to Michigan. You and I have talked to him a bit about him a bit he visited campus penn state give us the update on him yeah by all accounts it, it was a very good weekend um you know and obviously all his visits usually do go well in, in, in the in the moment and uh but it was big for penn state to get him back on campus it was big for andrew to get back on campus and like i said by all accounts it was a really good a really good visit and and i would almost go to far as to say that penn state reposition themselves probably at the top of his list. Now, it's always hard to say that when somebody's committed somewhere else. And he, like you said, he's still got these visits to take to Michigan, um, you know, Michigan this week, and then he's going to take Boston College in early in April. And so how do those visits go and how do the emotions come out of those visits? Um, so there's a lot to look at uh, there and a lot to examine. What I'll say is if either one of those visits get canceled, your antennas have to go up and you have to be kind of mindful of that because that could that's, that means something, obviously. Um, but I will say that it, I think Penn State you know, did really well with them this weekend, and I think that they kind of put themselves right back in the mix for this one uh, for sure. Very good, Eric. Thank you for all the information. But that is it for this edition of the show. Thank you all for tuning in. Make sure you join us next time on the Keystone Kickoff Show. This is Jim from Keystone Sports. You know, a lot has changed about State College, but one thing that hasn't is W.C. Clark's Coffee Roasters on Calder Way. 30 different varieties of specialty coffee beans sourced from over 25 countries and roasted with love each morning in Happy Valley for over 45 years. We'll ship our fresh roasted coffee from our doorstep to yours. That's right. You can now order online at statecollegecoffee.com. So go to statecollegecoffee.com and use discount code KSN at checkout.